Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is Jimmy Bayoso. Welcome to my YouTube channel again. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of stuff in this in this video in this podcast, and it's called "Church Messed Me Up." And I want to speak a couple of points. I'm not trying to make this too long, but um, I want to be as real as I can. Like I mentioned um, in one of my first videos that I uploaded is that through this channel, I want to be able for people to encounter the power of the Holy Spirit that changed my life. And I want the Bible says that the truth will make you free. And I feel like sometimes a lot of truth is missing and either from the church or people um, I just want to be authentic, vulnerable, and transparent as, as I possibly can. So, church messed me up. As I was thinking and preparing to speak about this, um, had a, I had a lot of a battle in my mind of what I was going to say, what, what I wasn't going to say. Because sometimes um, we're just so afraid of what others are going to think about us or afraid um, in certain things that we want to say. But I believe that God has given us a liberty. And like his word says, the truth will make us free. And that's what happened to my life. Um, I remember that it got to a point where I didn't want to know about God anymore. Before my parents became pastors, we were at a church. And I left the church before they did. And before they um, they became pastors. And I told them, I'm never going to church again. You guys can continue going to church. I'm not stopping you guys. But personally, I'm not going anymore. And I went to the extreme that it got to the point that I didn't even want to know about God anymore. Um, I was rejecting God. I was pushing God away and pushing everything, everything I learned. Even even the experience that I had at 12 years old and everything that God did in my life, I just started pushing it away and ignoring it. And because of certain things that happened in the church. And I want to be able to shed some light on this. And if I could give people three points or three things um, I have here written down is we should run away from these places. We should run away from, from, from places where these things are happening because... This is what happened in my life, and I want to be able to help people that maybe are going through the same thing or are going through certain things that um, are in a church or in a place or under a leadership or something that's really just um, they don't know what to do because there's so many people that sometimes they're in a place and they're confused. They don't want to do. And I heard this so many times. They're like this, that there's no other church to go to. I don't know what other church to go to. There's no other church. Um, so I'm just going to stay here because I got nowhere else to go. And that was, I, I was kind of in that situation as well. I was like, I don't know where else to go, but you know what? I ended up just leaving because I'm like, nah, I can't stay here. And unfortunately I took the route that many people took take when they leave a place because church hurt them. They go back into the world. They forget about God instead of seeking God and following God and Staying true to God, sometimes we blame God for certain things that happen in church when God is not to be, to be, um, it's not, it's never, it's not God's fault. Sometimes our issue is that we have an eyes in a man and not in God. So, um, going back to it, I think there's three things that if you're in a church and 
if you're you're in a place where these three things are happening, I'm gonna tell you honestly, you gotta run from that place. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't come here to judge. I didn't come here to judge a place or a church or anybody. And I'm not even speaking about a, a specific church. I'm speaking to everyone because this. I've heard this throughout my whole life. I'm 25 years old and I grew up in church. Um, I encountered God at the age of 12, and throughout 12 and 25 and 13 years. I've seen it all. I've seen so many things in church. And I would say is number one, if the leader fell in sin and there's no real repentance from that leader, you got to run. You got to you got to leave that place. And and many people say, oh, no, um, I'm 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 there because I, I, I don't I don't have another church. I don't uh, there's no other churches around my area. Let me tell you this. If I could put it as nice as I can. It's I'd rather have my own salvation than lose it being in a church because no one ever said if you go to church, you're saved because there's so many people that go to church and are going to church but are not even saved. They're living two different lives. On Sunday, they lift up their hands, but then on Monday, they're back again drinking, cursing, clubbing, doing all these type of stuff. So going to church doesn't necessarily mean you're saved. It's being with the Lord and walking right with God. It's what keeps us safe. And sometimes many people, there's two types of people. There are people that leave a church because the leader fell in sin. And one, they go back to the world. And then there's two that I have actually friends that I've been speaking to that I'm very close to still that continued seeking God. They either connected through a church online. They either um, um, are seeking God daily and they're asking God for direction and where to go and what to do. Um, and this is also another thing is that sometimes we think that the biggest churches or the mega churches are the ones that are the only ones that really know the Lord. Or the only ones that are on fire for God or the only ones that know about the Lord. There's a lot of churches out here that are preaching the truth. And just because they're not the biggest church doesn't mean they're not right with God. Because I know so many big churches that unfortunately they're not right with the Lord. And like and like I'm saying, because I know there's maybe someone watching me right now. And they're like, man, Jimmy, you're judging. I'm not judging. I'm speaking truth. And I feel like that's also a misconception in the church is that we think everything is judging. But the Bible says the truth will set us free. And even Jesus himself said, I did not come to bring peace to this world. I came to bring a sword. I came with a sword. So. And many times people want to manipulate judging for truth, you know, and 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 that's what happened to me growing up. It's like I saw certain things happening in the church. And if you start asking about it or questioning it, they quickly think you're judging them. You quickly think that you're not covering a person's nakedness. And we got that all messed up because if I could be really honest, I prefer my salvation than being in a church, protecting a leader protecting someone and then going to hell like what's what's the point of that i i care more about my salvation sometimes we got to be selfish with our salvation because even the bible says what's the point of winning the whole world yet losing our own soul what's the point of doing all these ministry stuff yet losing our own soul i believe salvation needs to be the number one thing in our hearts always keeping ourselves right before god Always asking God, God, search the most inner deep part of my heart. 
whatever's not whatever whatever's in my life that doesn't please you get it out and sometimes we are in a place or we're in a church and 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 the leader felt and don't, and don't get me wrong there I've seen it I've seen it so many times I'm not going to name pastors or anybody but I've seen it where um there's these leaders where, where unfortunately they fall um and and anyone can fall no one no one is no one is saved from falling and a lot of these pastors and leaders what they do is they they take their time they own up to it they confess it to their church and, and there's a genuine repentance in their life but then there's other leaders who they fall and there is no real repentance in their heart and they're hurting a people they're hurting a church and like i said this topic is not very is not talked about or it's not really said many people are afraid of talking about it others think it's judging think whatever you want to think but let me tell you I don't want others to go down the same path that I went through. I don't want others, and, and it's so sad because I've seen it, close people of mine, that they're not even serving God anymore. They're not even going to church. They don't even believe in church anymore because of certain leaders and certain people, what they did to them. That's not right. God is calling for a holy church. God is calling for people who to, to, to be right with God, to stand firm with God, to, to do what is right. The, Jesus, God, the Bible says, be holy as I am holy. So if you're in a place and the leader fell and there's no real repentance in the person, there's always lies about it, man, you got to run. You got to protect your salvation. You got you to gotta guard what God has given you. The Bible says, Jesus said, if your left hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to go into heaven with one arm than with two arms and you're going to hell. Figured that Jesus was figuratively speaking there. In other words, he's saying whatever is causing you to not be right with God, like get it out. Cut it because I, you'd rather be saved with one arm than going to hell with two arms. And at times, as many of us, um, we stay at a, at a church, we stay at a place because we love the man of God. We love the leader. But let me tell you, that love, that love over the leader should never be put first in God. We first need to love the Lord first. We first need to have our eyes on God. Number two, if you're not growing in that place, you got to. Um, and by growing, I mean, you're there for so many years. I remember that um, I was in a place and I was passionate about God. I was evangelizing. I was doing all these things. And then um, little by little, they just, they just start stopping you. No, you can't evangelize. No, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. And I'm going to be honest with you. This is why I made this, this channel because I want to be as real and authentic as, as I possibly can. If you're in a place where the leader is getting jealous of you because of how much God is using you, you need to run. Because... A leader should never be afraid of how much the Lord is using you because a leader should always know their identity in God. And if God is using one of their people, instead of being upset and jealous that God is using that person more than himself, he should be happy because that's a fruit of his church. That's a fruit of what of what he's teaching and he's preaching. So if you're in a place and you've been there for 20, 30 years and you're, and, and instead of doing the will of God, they're stopping you. You, you need to run from it. And, and I'm not saying now we're going to be rebellious and we're going to leave church and, you know, we're going to everyone's going to do their own thing. No, God causes God calls us to be in order. 
God calls a church to be in order. What I'm talking about is the extremes of things where you're just not allowed to do anything and you can't do anything. And if you do something, you got to you got to you got to contact and tell five people every everything you're doing. Like in my experience, there was moments that I wanted to go out to evangelize. And I had to tell five different people that I wanted to go out to evangelize because I had to be under authority to always do these things. When the Bible says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, the biggest authority that I was given was by God to go out and do these things. Um, I do agree in giving in giving accounts so the person can cover you and bless you. But I also don't think that we got to be um, that a leader shouldn't be stopping you from preaching the gospel. Like, why should someone stop you from winning souls? Why should someone stop you from doing the will of God? Why should someone stop you from uploading videos on Instagram, on YouTube, of, of and trying to edify people? And, and we should be using social media to advance the kingdom of God, not to be... Um, not, just, not to just be using it for other stuff. Like, we should be free to do the will of God. And number three, it's, it's, it's being manipulated. Um, and I think that goes hand in hand with 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 so many things like you're in a place not to be controlled. You're be you're a, a leader should be placed over you to guide you, to help you, to give you advice, to maybe tell you, man, maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should do this, but never to control your every single move. Why you didn't go to church? Please write me a whole essay why you didn't go to church. Please, uh, you know, and they need to know every single move about you. That's not right. God didn't call leaders to to manipulate. God called um, shepherds to sh- uh, to be able to take care of, of their sheep, to take care of them. Taking care and controlling are two different things. You know, taking care of someone is, hey, I hope everything's OK. I'm praying for you, praying for praying for his for his people, um, praying for his church. Um, in his times of prayer, but it's never about manipulating and controlling. You know, um, one of the biggest things that I've heard, too, is when you leave a church, um, the number one thing they tell you is, oh, don't speak to this person because this person left the church. And it to me, it's like, why? Why Aren't we the body of Christ? Aren't we all after one same Jesus? Aren't we all under one same mission to win souls? The Bible says that we are a body Christ. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians that he called some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the edifying and the building of the church. We're here to edify each other. The Bible says that God is giving a grace to each individual one of each individual one of us so we can build each other up. The one who prophesies, let him prophesy. The one who heals the sick, let him heal the sick. Why are the churches so divided? If someone felt from the Lord that their time has been their time being at a church is done and they leave the church, the leader should never then call a meeting and tell them, hey, don't speak to this person anymore because I don't want them contaminating you. That's manipulation because a leader should never be telling you that. As a matter of fact, the leader should should not even be talking about that subject at all. Because we're called to be a body of Christ. Why are we divided? Why are we fighting against one another? Why is this church and this church? They're too different, so we can't, you know, we can't talk to each other. Or maybe sometimes the leader is even afraid that they, that, that the reason why they're talking to this person, they're afraid that if they continue talking to them, they're going to take this person out of church. It's like, 
we're manipulating this. Like the God never called the pastor to 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 manipulate their sheep and 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 be control the sheep. If the sheep want to leave to another place, it's okay. God just called us to preach and guide the people, not to control them. And I think that's the biggest issue sometimes. And why I speak this is it's like I said in the beginning, and I'm gonna repeat it for all those who think that I'm judging. I'm not judging. I'm speaking out of experience because I went through that. I've I've been in places like this and I saw things where I was I had my eyes and and I and to close it I end with this. I had my eyes set on man and not on God. If the leader fell and started doing all these things, then I thought that oh, if he did it then I could do it too. That's not right. And that's why I was saying the leader who falls has to have a genuine repentance. They they really need to get right with they really need to repent and get right with God because we're leading a a, a, a people, a, a church to fall astray. Because, because we think that the leader did it, that we can all do it. If the leader got divorced, then everyone could get divorced. If the leader fell in sin, then it's okay for me to sin. It's okay for me to sleep around. It's okay for me uh, to fornicate. It's okay for me to have a wife and then go cheat on her because the leader did it. That's, 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 not, that's not the Bible. That's not what the Bible says. And because of that, because a leader falls, sometimes we think that because the leader fell, then God fell as well. Where was God? God didn't speak to the person. Everyone has a free will. God speaks to everyone. And if you don't think God speaks to everyone, we got to open up our Bibles and read it for ourselves. God says the things we should do and shouldn't do, what's sin and what's not sin. So if the leader fell, that doesn't mean also that we need to fall. Because then we're going to church because of a man and not because of God. And I think this is something that people are not hearing anymore, that our eyes should be on God and not a man. If the man falls, that does not mean you need to leave, run away from church and run away from God. If the leader repents, glory to God. But if the leader doesn't repent and you still see a culture and a sinful culture in the church, because I grew up hearing this. And it says it in the word, whatever is in the head goes down through the body. Right. But a lot of leaders, they use that Bible verse to manipulate people. If I'm blessed, if you're blessing me, then and if you're and if you're honoring me with finances and I'm blessed then you're going to be blessed as well. So we tend to use that verse for people to bless the leader, for them to become prosperous and then tell you that you're going to be prosperous, which, OK, cool. But. Then at the second, if the, then also you got to look at it at the, se- uh, the other side of the coin. If the leader falls in sin and doesn't repent and doesn't. And by repent, I mean like an actual repentance, like they stopped doing what, 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 what um, they stopped doing what they were doing. And if they don't, then that also is happening to you. That also is going to fall on you. That whatever goes through the head is also going to go through the body. I've seen it with my eyes at a church where the leader falls and the next thing you know, everyone else, for some reason, out of nowhere, they start having impure thoughts. Out of nowhere, they start being tempting, 
tempt, being tempted in things that they were never tempted before. Why? Because next thing you know, these people, these leaders are laying hands on you and transmitting that same that same sin, that same that that same weakness over your over that person's life. And that's why you got to run from that place. I'm speaking to people right now. You got to run. Your salvation is more important than a church. Your salvation is more important than a man. You can love the man of God, but don't idolize the man of God. You can love him. You can honor him. But be careful you don't idolize the man of God that suddenly you start being okay with what he's doing and you're compromising the word of God. You can't compromise his word just because you love someone so much. It's either the Lord or it's either the man. And sometimes when we think of idolizing someone, we think it's just getting on our knees and worshiping an image or something. No, idolizing a man is defending the man more than the Lord. You defend the man's sin more than you defend than you defend the truth that is in the word of God. You find every type of excuse and every type of thing to defend the man of God instead of defending the word of God. And many people say, yeah, you better you got to you got to protect the man and woman of God's nakedness. Yeah, but it should never compromise the truth and it should never compromise the word of God. It should never compromise what the Lord is saying in his word. So I wanted to I, wa- I wanted to share this message with it, it's short, but I, w- I want to help people out because it happened to me. I left church. I didn't want to know anything about God. And let me tell you, God is so good because he snatched me. God is so good because his love reached me that in the midst of me leaving church and saying that I never wanted to know about church or God ever again because of a, because of what a man did. His love still rescued me. And you know what? Give me Jesus. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. It's Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give give, give me God. I, I don't care if people like me, don't like me. I don't care if I leave this place or that. Give me God. Give me what is right. God, God wants to lift up. And I think this is such a word now. And what God is saying to the body of Christ. It's people, God is lifting up a person, a people who are holy, who are not afraid to go against culture, who are not afraid to go against the system that sometimes even the church puts. God is calling radical people, people who, who, people who won't compromise, people who won't bow down, people who won't, who won't bow down to sin, people who won't bow down and be okay with people, but people continuing a sinful life, especially if they're leaders in the church. God is calling the people to stand up. What's wrong is wrong. What's right is right. Holiness is still right onto God. And we got to get that right back into the church. That if something is not right, you got you to gotta leave. And, and that's the thing is that sometimes... They teach you and they manipulate you that you can't you can't go up to the leader and be like, listen, like maybe what you're doing isn't right because that's dishonoring, that's disobedience, and no one can tell the man of God anything but the Lord. It's like we put up all these walls to defend our sin. Let every man be a liar, but God be true. His word is real and his word is true. And if you left church because Unfortunately, what happened to you because a leader fell, they hurt you in church. Let me tell you, not every church is like that. 
And aside from that, the Lord isn't like that. Jesus never fails you. That's why if you're watching me, never place your eyes on a man. Put your eyes on God because a man can fail, but Jesus will never fail you. And if you have your eyes set on Jesus, you will never fail. You will, you will never fall. But if you keep your eyes on man, and if man does this, you do it. We can't be like the ocean, like the waves of the ocean up and down. We got to have our faith and our eyes locked up in God. Whatever he says, I do. Whatever his word says, I do. Because sometimes people and leaders put you to do things that are against the word of God. And that's where you need to stand up. I'd rather obey the Lord than obey someone else because he comes first. So I wanted to leave everyone with this with, with this message. I know it wasn't it wasn't the most um um how do I say the most deepest message, but it's real. And I wanted to share my experience with that. And and as these podcasts go on, we'll be talking more about different type of stuff, but um at the end of the day, I want to lead you with following Jesus. Follow him. Follow him, follow a place, follow a church that, that is really seeking God, that is really f- following the word of God, that is really that is really um, big on walking in holiness and in, right- and in righteousness. You know, like I said, just because they're the biggest church doesn't mean they're right with God. So find a place where you can be with a community of believers. Find a place where 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 holiness is being taught, where the righteousness of God is being taught, where there where there's vulnerability, where there's honesty. And you can see it. But above all, don't forget to follow the Lord daily. Walk with him. So I'll see everyone on, on the next video. Thank you so much for watching. Um, leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think about this. And leave a like. Um, subscribe to it. And, and thank you for everyone supporting you, for supporting me. I bless your life. And I'll see you guys in the next video. God bless.